Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the GameWave podcast. My name's Joe. And my name's Andy. Yeah, it's the return of Andy Cook to the GameWave podcast. We're very glad to have you back again, Andy. Woo! Last time we had you on the show, our ratings went through the roof. <laughs> I know. And we have had a bit of trouble rebooking you again. I know you're a busy man. I know, but you've got a warm place in my heart, Joe. So. Have I? <laughs> well, yeah. So, what have you been up to then recently, Andy? Oh, I've been on holiday. I've uh, I finished my, my first year of sixth form college, so I've had a good good uh, bundle of weeks off. Oh, yeah, didn't you go to um, France and then Spain, was it? Oh, yeah, I went to Barcelona, yeah, yeah, for a week. It was awesome. It's yeah. such a wicked city. That's cool. like It's one of those crazy cosmopolitan European cities. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the places that like people always recommend to go to. Yeah, yeah, that in New York. And Mike went with you, didn't didn't he? It was a family holiday. <laughs> yeah. How's yeah. he doing? Do you just want to inform the listeners? Oh, Mike, he's all right. Um, <laughs> I don't know where he is actually. He's not here, but no. uh, yeah, he's all right. He's uh, he's working at the moment. So yeah, he is. He's working too holiday. much. I know. Yeah, poor guy. Well, that said, he didn't get up today till like. Like one o'clock or something. He's meant to be at work. Oh, he gets up so late, <laughs> that boy. I know. <laughs> it's funny though, but he's he's not back from work now, so I think I think he's uh he's, he's working the overtime. <laughs> he's always what? in such a bad mood as well. Like I I just make a point never to talk to him. Like immediately after he's woken up, because just like he flips at you, Joey. Joe, we can't bitch at him. We're on, we're on the internet. <laughs> we can. When he's not around. People can hear <laughs> us. He'll be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, internet. You see right through us. <laughs> You're so right, though. You just can't talk to him in the morning. He's, you know, he's very, he's very friendly afterwards. <laughs> but, but, but before about 12... <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the same though. Like whenever I sleep over, is or anything like I'll speak <laughs> to him, and then like he'll flip out on me, and then later on in the day he'll always apologise and say like, "Sorry if I flipped out at you earlier." <laughs> <laughs> he does that to me, so, but he doesn't apologise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bless. I felt. Do, do you think all the listeners miss him? I'm sure they do. Yeah. Oh. Everyone's always saying they'd like to have him back on the show. <laughs> but he left you. <laughs> he did. <laughs> did he get the money for the divorce? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I take that. I take that. That sad laugh as a yeah. I'd, I'd rather not talk about it, Andy. At the moment. Okay. It's alright. So that first track you heard there was Spring Republic by Firebrand Boy, and he's one of the artists that's playing on the Chiptune Alliance tour, which is hitting the UK very soon. I think it starts next week. Um, Chiptune Alliance tour is a tour that's featuring the Chiptune talents of Anamanaguchi, Sabre Pulse, Random, Firebrand Boy, and Cyphus, and they're going... Um, up and down the UK, or maybe just down, I think they're starting in Scotland and working <laughs> their way down south. And one of the dates on the show is in Sheffield, and your very own Spheres of Chaos will be playing that date. It's at the Sheffield Corporation. Are you coming to that, Andy? Or are you going away? I, I don't think I'd be able to make that, no. Oh, but I'm, Can't you I'm just, so like, delay good. your holiday for one day? It'll be worth it, honest. I know, yeah, I was thinking about doing that, but I've only got sort of one chance to go down. Either that or I have to hitchhike. Which is a bit mean. Where is it this this holiday you're going on? I'm going to uh, the Earth First Summer Gathering. It's down it's down in Norfolk, which is bloody miles away. Well, you could get a lift with the guys. Like, think? Cause oh, that would be amazing. Getting getting a ride with the Chip Tune Alliance. I, I I don't know where <laughs> they're going after Sheffield, but I, I'm pretty sure it's south, and Norfolk's south, isn't it? Oh, mate, hook me up. Yeah, get my con- get my contacts in. I can, you know, I can wear aviators and be an all-star. <laughs> that would that would seriously make my dreams come true. 
Yeah, because seriously, uh, you do have to come to this show because, like, you dance better than any of our other fans. That is true. That is true. Oh, <laughs> it, it it will be good. Seriously, if you if you are in anywhere, not just near Sheffield, but in sort of the larger Earth area, you should definitely make it to the show. It should be mad. There's six dates booked on the tour so far, and I think Sabre Pulse, who's organising the tour, does actually want to get a couple more dates booked down south um, in the London area. So if you're a promoter and can sort that out, then do get in touch with Sabre Pulse as soon as possible. But the six shows that are booked at the moment, the first one on the 24th of August is at the Cat House in Glasgow. Then on the 25th, the next show is at the Hive in Edinburgh. Then on the 26th, they're hitting the Carlin Academy 2 at Newcastle. Then the 27th is Corporation at Sheffield. 28th is the I-Bar in Bournemouth. And the 30th is the Hat Factory in Luton. The Hat so, Factory? Yes. <laughs> How awesome would that be if it was an actual Hat Factory? <laughs> and everyone was dancing as bowler hats were rolling past on the yeah, conveyor yeah, belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, everyone wearing different shaped hats. And <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It was. A huge amplifier made out of hats. <laughs> <laughs> and free hats for everyone who comes. <laughs> Some guy playing a hat. <laughs> yeah. so if you can get to any of those dates I thoroughly recommend it all the artists on the tour are awesome although um, the the the, um, the artists do change for each night so you might want to check on the website which artists will be playing in your town because the lineup does vary um, to find out more information, go to myspace.com forward slash chiptune alliance. And we'll actually be playing some um, more tracks from artists on the tour later in the show. Brilliant. If you tuned into the last episode of the GameWave podcast, you might have heard me and Joe talking about Spheres of Chaos playing another show down in France. And unfortunately, plans for that fell through. Apparently everyone who was going to be playing at the show is busy. So unfortunately we're not going down to France anymore. But to make up for it, here's a track by Gédervion DJ on Toisure, and it's called... Jéric de Serie B.
so the Gamewave podcast was contacted a couple of months ago by Art Beep Radio, who are a 24/7 non-stop internet radio station based in Prague, and they asked us if they could stream um, the Gamewave podcast episodes, and of course we said yes. So now there's an alternative way to listen to the Gamewave podcast. You can tune into Art Beep Radio on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 8 to 9 p.m. And then on Sundays from 9 to 10 p.m. That'll probably be in check time. So um, you might want to figure that out. But that's really cool that they're streaming our episodes. So we'd like to say a big thank you for that. As well as Gamewave Podcast episodes, Artbeep Radio stream radio shows related to all forms of music, really. It says here on the site, Artbeep.net promotes music as art regardless of its value as a commodity. At no charge to musicians or listeners, we continually stream stream interviews, news, hand-picked playlists, and local and international performances, which is pretty cool. They even have an 8-bit hour, which is different to the GameWave podcast, so you might want to look out for that. You can find them at www.artbeep.net. That's A-R-T-B-E-E-P. Okay, coming up now we've got two tracks in a row. The first is Arps and Arcs by Animal Style. And then after that we have Peskimo by Cyphus, who is one of the artists on the Chiptune Alliance tour.
So that was Peskimo from Cyphus, who you'll be able to see on the Chiptune Alliance tour. His sound very inspired by the demo scene of the 1990s, which he was part of, I think. Did you like that track, Andy? I did, yeah. It was a nice track. Yeah, It's quite it's quite chilled out, isn't it, boys? It's, it's still pretty funky. Yeah, me and you just had a discussion a second ago, because... Later, we've we've got a track that's going to be um, that's in- inspired about a, a, like the entrance to a wrestling match. Yeah. I thought that was it. No, <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> maybe if it was some really camp form of wrestling, <laughs> yeah. maybe fairy like wrestling, oh wrestling or something, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe some like you know someone off WWE who's like really not, really nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrestling. Oh, <laughs> uh, wrestling. I'd just like to mention that our old buddies, Tim and Tony, from the VGM Megacast, their band, Year 2000X, has just released their first full-length album. It's called We Are Error, and it contains 13 tracks of really heavy video game covers including Mega Man 3, DuckTales, and some stuff from Ninja Gaiden and Contra. You can head on over to myspace.com forward slash year2000x. That's year200x. And you can pick that up and listen to some samples on their MySpace page. It's awesome, so check it out. So now we've got another two tracks in a row coming up. They're both pretty chilled out. So uh, sit down, relax, and the first one's called Take It All by Lost Levels.
So that first track you heard there was Take It All by The Lost Levels, who are a cool band from Norwich in the UK. I've been meaning to play them on the podcast for a while now, finally got round to it. And that second track you heard was A Room, A Canvas by The Depreciation Guild, who are favourites of ours here on the Game Wave podcast. If you haven't already got their most recent release, In Her Gentle Jaws, it's absolutely awesome and it's free to download from inhergentlejaws.com. Yeah, it's a nice blend of uh, 8-bit and sort of shoegaze psychedelic kind of music. It's nice. And as a piece of news today, uh, two player productions have released their chiptune documentary called Reformat the Planet. Yeah, they released this on Friday, I think. And for a week only, the whole documentary is free to watch over at Pitchfork TV. Really? Thought, yeah, it's free. the whole thing is free to watch, but only for a week. Um, so after Friday the 22nd of August, um, I don't know, maybe you'll have to buy the DVD or something. But I'll put, oh, excellent. I'll put a link in the show notes um, so that everyone can go and watch it. I watched um, a bit of it last night. I didn't watch the whole thing. But it looks absolutely awesome. A really good in-depth look at the chiptune scene. Focused mainly on the 8-bit people scene over in New York, I must say. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've been hearing about this documentary for a long while now. And they finally got around to releasing it. And it's awesome. And Spheres of Chaos are actually in it, kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's there's a poster that flashes on the screen for about three seconds and it has our <laughs> name on. <laughs> Claim to fame. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool when I saw it last uh, night. Oh, does the Game Wave podcast get a mention? Uh, no. Oh. Well, I don't. I doubt it. Never mind, we'll let them off. <laughs> we'll let them off, yeah. <laughs> as long as we but can yeah, be in the sequel. Yeah, we better be. <laughs> Yeah, we've just been watching the train. Look, it does look really professional, and there's a, of course it's full of um, chipsy music along the way. Oh yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see um, sort of eight bit music moving into not mainstream sort of music, but you know, just <laughs> more into uh, public consciousness, maybe. Well, yeah, I, th- I think we're getting to that time where chip tune and eight bit has been around long enough where people are starting to take notice now, and scenes have formed and become quite strong and you know people are realising that which is great really yeah oh yeah I was just watching the trailer now and uh, when they're on stage um, yeah. so they're all holding the Game Boys I've always wondered what are they doing because they're not like you know you can't play it like a guitar or whatever but no I think I think they talk about this actually in the documentary, but I think yeah. Are they just like sneaking a game of like Mario in? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I do think they actually do do something live. Um, I don't think they're just like stood there playing the song off a <laughs> off a cart. Um, I think you can. I don't know. You can do something that's like adds a live element to it. I know you can. I'm not quite sure what it is though. Maybe it's like DJing with the with the Game Boy. That's mad though. It's it's definitely not a, a dance inhibitor. You know, you can you, you can't exactly boogie with a double bass song, can you? <laughs> but if you've no. got got a get got a Game Boy, and you look pretty badass rocking out with a Game Boy, <laughs> don't you? Know? Yeah, as long as long as the music's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't be like playing naff music with a Game Boy. <laughs> just 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 don't dance too hard because you might shake it and like. I know you might lose the connection <laughs> with the part. You'd have to get it out and blow it. <laughs> you might knock out the battery. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the next step. Get Game Boy Pockets. They're even smaller. You can dance even harder. Oh yeah, I think some people use Game Boy Pockets. Now you know why. <laughs> Do you think if you get like a Game Boy Color, it's like surround sound? I think the best sounding ones are the old classics, the grey and purple ones. The best sounding ones, really? Yeah, I think so. From what I've heard, okay. yeah. I don't know, I just think they have the most, like, chunky, big sound. Ah. Yeah. Wonder, is there any actual difference between them? Yeah, I think well, there is. There must be, yeah. Yeah, and I think they mentioned that as well on the in the documentary. Brilliant. Yeah. So watch it. 
and you'll find yeah. out. Yeah, definitely. Looks good. Yeah, so if you want to check that out, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, and you better hurry up, because after Friday you might have to pay for it. Yeah. Arcade Coma alerted me to something cool that's been going on over at the 8-Bit Collective message boards. Yeah, there's been, uh, on the message boards, there's been this uh, slowing brand 48 hours challenge in which uh, one member of the board challenges someone else to write a song in 48 hours to, like, to their, to the, to their own phrase. So it's got to be, like, um, it's like something that they, they would never do. So not only is it, like, really tight, but, like, time-wise, but it would be really, uh, really alien to their style, hopefully. And it's come up with some really cool stuff. Yeah, that's right. There's tracks from Disaster Peace. There's a really cool one by Disaster Peace, which you want to check out, actually. There's tracks by Alex Mauer and Arcade Coma. And the one we're going to play you now is from Lutin. And Arcade Coma challenged Lutin to write a song that was in the style of a wrestler's entrance theme. And Lutin did pretty well. Um, this song does sound like a wrestler's entrance theme and it's really badass. So here it is. Uh, yeah, it's a wicked song. I wonder what kind of wrestler would like come out to that music. <laughs> maybe like, maybe like Ma- Mario, like naked in some pants, like <laughs> with his big gloves on, like. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> like, watched up the crowd on the way. Like <laughs> I haven't watched wrestling for so long. I used to love it when I was a kid, though. Oh, it's quite silly. It, yeah, well, it is now when you're an adult and you grow up and you realise it's just like some kind of soap where everything's yeah. planned. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, and all the really strong people are just like full of hormones and <laughs> like drug juice. Yeah. We, we, ne- we never like Sky TV because you've got to like pay for that. Yeah. So we, we always had we like crappy terrestrial TV. So then the only wrestling we used to get was on like 
Channel 5, which, if you're in America, it's got all the crappy, like, daytime, like, Wheel of Fortune family game show sort of programs. Anyway, wrestling would be on Sunday afternoon at, like, like 1 o'clock on oh, Channel 5. Oh, I preferred the stuff on Channel 5. It's rubbish! Cause, cause it's <laughs> <laughs> nah, because, like, on Sky, they had WF and WE and all that, didn't they? Yeah, but on yeah. Channel 5, they had WCW, didn't they? And that was oh. my favourite one. What they was had- WCW? That was like, it was, well there was WF and that was like the big wrestling franchise thing. And then yeah. w- WCW was like the second biggest one. But I preferred it because I thought it had like better wrestlers and stuff. I never, I, I thought there was any WWF, and there was any WWF and WWE. No, the, no, there was another one. Really? Yeah. Ah. Oh, I never yeah. knew. Yeah. I used to love it. Like, I used to watch that every week on Channel 5. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sunday but, afternoon. But then, like, my dad stopped me after I clotheslined my brother, like, off the sofa. <laughs> like, and I think I really <laughs> I really hurt my brother, so, like, he didn't let me watch it after that. <laughs> you always used to do that, though, you know, like, in the playground. You know, yeah. you watch WWF, and then go out and, like, try <laughs> DVD in somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> like the people's elbow and a dog or something. <laughs> it's probably oh yeah. <laughs> now, what like Mario's special move would be? If he was to come out of that music, he'd hit someone with a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people's pipe. <laughs> so I'll put a link to that thread on the 8-Bit Collective forums and you can check out all the different songs that people have done I think that's a really cool idea and uh, the next bit of lo- news relates to Luton actually doesn't it Joe? yeah I've just got some um, news about some upcoming releases that we're about to release on Pterodactyl Squad <laughs> the net label that Arcade Coma and myself run. We're doing a few re-releases from Megatwerp after Megatwerp finally left the internet for good. The first one is from Lutin. It's going to be his self-titled album, the one with the pink cover. And that's going to be released in about two weeks' time, probably, with a couple of bonus tracks. And we've also got a re-release coming from Spamtron and one from Electrostatic Discharge. And the stuff we have planned after that includes a Weezer tribute album. That's no. Good. Yeah. Like Weezer of, the band? Yes, Weezer the band. There's going to be loads of like Weezer songs done in 8-bit style <laughs> by Seriously? some of the most awesome 8-bit artists around at the moment. It's gonna, Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Weezer are terrible, though. What? Don't say that. <laughs> they are. You've just offended a large slice of people. Oh, no. Seriously, is is we like a Weezer cult amongst Chip Tunatis? <laughs> Just Weezer, amongst everyone. They're rubbish. They're not. Te- well, teena- Teenage Dirtbag was like the worst. It was only good. <laughs> that's not even Weezer. What? That's oh, not no. even Weezer. I'm, I'm thinking that's... of Weezers. <laughs> Man, oh, that no. would be silly. A Weezers tribute album. There'd only be about two <laughs> songs in it that anyone knew. <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe we should do that next. <laughs> Weezer's tribute. That's a good one. <laughs> so as well as that Weezer tribute album, we've also got something from Nez Metal. Um, a new 10-track release from him. And the next track we're going to play is the title track from that new release. This is Luminous by Nez Metal. <laughs>
So that was Luminous by Nesmetal from his upcoming Pterodactyl Squad release. If you like that, stay tuned to ptesquad.com. That should be released. And, in... oh, and all the stuff there is free, which is always a good thing. Yes, that's right. So, Andy, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Are you? Oh, yes, Joe. Why are you looking forward to the weekend? Well, I'm looking forward to it because we're going to see Rage Against the Machine at Leeds Festival. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. It is. Like, I... I can't even comprehend it. Like, I even after we've seen them, I don't think I'll be able to believe that I've seen them. No. Rage Against the Machine. Because... <laughs> I I wasn't even going to go this year because I thought like tickets. I thought well, I've never been, and I thought they just sold out like straight away. But it's ridiculous. It's like they release the tickets. Um, this is my rant now. They release the tickets like they advertise so heavily when they're going to do it, like the second, the minute, yeah. and then they only do it twice. So as soon as it happens, like the phone lines are jammed, the whole web, the whole internet stops, <laughs> like the whole website shuts down. All the other websites that are selling the tickets, they all close down. It's like it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because didn't didn't you like you were gonna buy some for us and our friends, and like yeah. the page took like ten minutes to load or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, because because we're so organised, no one like knew knew about it at all. Yeah. And then, and then and then the page timed out. So like, <laughs> no! <laughs> I've got some friends. I don't know if they're like America Leicester has this kind of like ridiculous, stupid, sized festivals. But it's like Leeds and Reading are like and Glastonbury. It's three festivals basically. Yeah. That are like the biggest festivals in the country. And I've got some friends who were camping out from like five a.m. and they didn't get tickets. Really? What for Leeds? So not five a.m. They were camping out from like the night before. Yeah. Well, we only managed to get day tickets, didn't we, for the Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't Still care. As long as as long as I get to see Rage Against the Machine, because I never thought I would. I know. Like, I, I got into them after they split up. So, you yeah, know. Same, yeah. For them to reform and come back to play in the UK, it's awesome. I think that the world needs them to battle this, like, neo-liberalism. Yeah, but I don't know, like... I'm not as like behind them as I used to be because you know have you seen how much they do charge for their shows and stuff I know yeah it's like well, most of their shows are so expensive to get into and it's kind of hypocritical but but I mean they've only been playing like huge stadiums yeah yeah we, calcul- we figured out like one time that Red Hot Chili Peppers every st- every show they do they make like yeah how much was it it was like thousands and thousands yeah it was loads it's just a ridiculous amount. I suppose what can you do though when you get like to be that big, you can't just go back to playing small club shows, can you? No, nah, but you can like make you know, you you don't have to make all that money. No, I you mean, don't how, how much do the band actually make out of it? Yeah. Have you heard Zach Delaroche's new um like side project thingy? Has he got one? Yeah. It's called One Day as a Lion, I think. It's like him and some drummer guy. Um, I, know, I know he did that song March of Death but No I think it's something different It just sounds like Rage Against the Machine to be honest But a bit less heavy That can't heavy. be a bad thing <laughs> no. Sweet I'm hoping to see some other bands as well that day Not just Rage Against the Machine Because they're playing last aren't they uh, I guess so yeah Like I want to see Less Than Jake Never seen them before I'd like to see them And I want to see Goldfinger Ah, just Goldfinger. Yeah, just yeah. just to see him play Superman from Tony Hawk's <laughs> Pro Skater. <laughs> <laughs> they do have they're actually quite a good band as well. Yeah, as they do have. Song. What's the other song? Ninety Nine Red Balloons. Yeah, they've some got some good songs actually. Yeah. Open Your Eyes is my favourite. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, th- th- yeah, they do have some other good stuff. But that that song Superman was like the song that got me into Scar. So. Wow, the song that got Joe Allen into Scar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. If you don't know, listeners, Joe's like, he's a scarhead. Not like he's been in lots of fights, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I love Scar. I love Scar. Not it's as much true. as I used to. Like, when I was like in high school, I used to listen to like exclusively Scar and nothing else. <laughs> I've broadened my taste like by now, but it still holds a special place in my heart. Oh right, my <laughs> my dad and my stepmom have both walked into the room, sort of 
as, as we've been talking. <laughs> I don't know. You obviously you can't see me, but yeah. um, I've got a hands-free mic, which is actually it's a stand-up mic, but I've but I've sellotaped it to my chest. <laughs> No t shirt. I've got this mic sellotaped <laughs> Because I can't. Uh, I've got a talk that's like. I can't be. I can't put it on my desk that'll be too quiet. And I can't hold it to my face because it'll keep moving around. <laughs> so I've got a perfect balance. Luckily, I have no chest hair. <laughs> it's so good. It's I really want to so see a photo of this. Oh, yeah, my, da- my dad took a photo. I'll oh, put, it, put it on the website. <laughs> my, my naked torso on the internet. <laughs> well, at least when you rip it off, you won't have to go to your waxing session this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't have to go to it anyway. <laughs> you can talk, gorilla boy. <laughs> Dude, the ladies like the Chester. <laughs> the, ladies. <laughs> the ladies like the Chester. Right. Oh, yeah. I, can, I can imagine even like open open collar shirts with a big medallion. Pants <laughs> <laughs> into your scar. <laughs> yeah, we are recording this over Skype, aren't we? If you didn't notice. So do yeah. forgive any sound quality issues we're having. Okay, so this next track we have is from a guy called Walt Ribeiro. And the track is called Rush. Walt contacted me and he says, I write powerful and aggressive orchestra music. This bust-your-stomach-open orchestra music is a new genre. Think John Williams meets Tommy Tallarico. And it is pretty cool and it's something very different to what we normally play here on the podcast. But hopefully you'll find this interesting. This is Rush by Walt Ribeiro.
Okay, so that was Rush by Walt Ribeiro. Something a bit different, but still inspired by video games. So we're okay to play it here on the podcast. Right, well, we've only got one more track left now, then. Uh, we're approaching the end of the show. We are. As usual, all our episodes are hosted by the Pause Net label. You can find them at iimusic.net. And if you missed any artist names or track titles, then head on over to the show notes section on the episodes page of our website at gamewavepodcast.com. And, uh, yep, and if you are in the UK over this summer, make sure you get out to the Tune, one of the Tune Alliance shows. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, especially the one at Sheffield. And I think we're going to try and get some video footage for anyone who can't make it and stick that in the GameWave podcast feed. Oh yeah, that'd be brilliant. And this last track is by Sabre Pulse, who is the organiser of the Chiptune Alliance tour, so he's going to be playing at all the dates on the tour. And this track is called Astronaut from his Turbo City release. So thanks for hosting the show with us, Andy. Do you have any closing statement to make? Um... We are all one consciousness, experiencing ourselves subjectively. There is no life, death is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. <laughs> well, that was very nice. It's I'm okay. touched. <laughs> and, yep, this has been episode 44, and we'll see you later. <clears throat> Bye. We should have fart effects.
<laughs> what? What? <laughs> what are you doing? <gasps> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh no. What are you doing? Ah! <laughs> I'm my own soundboard. <laughs>